Welcome to the Sozo Church Podcast. Our desire is to see every person know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference. We hope this message inspires and encourages you today. Enjoy. Well, hello, church. It's Jason Laird here. Welcome to the Sozo Church Podcast. Uh, we're in 21 days of prayer and fasting, and hopefully you've been enjoying uh, some of these podcasts that we've been posting. Uh, you may hear this a little bit, just like the last podcast. It's just been a rainy season here, and so I'm um, actually I'm recording this right in my car because you just gotta, you know, you just gotta make it happen as a church planner. And so uh, you may hear a little rain, or you may hear I just saw a garbage can that went flying across the road, literally. So if you hear some of that, just bear with me. Uh, just a little short podcast. This is in response to a question that I've had. Quite a few people ask me. They ask uh, ask me, Pastor Jason, tell me about the Lord's Prayer. Like Jesus gave this model for the Lord's Prayer. Um, what does that mean to us? Like how do we how do we apply that practically in our prayer life? You know, there's many different types of ways you can pray. They have the Book of Common Prayers. You can just pray as you're led by the Holy Spirit. Uh, there's there's different prayers that you can look up online. They they even had a prayer called the Prayer of Jabez that someone wrote that book one time. So there's a lot of different prayers that are out there. Uh, I don't think there's any right or wrong way to pray. Uh, I think uh, you just need to be have a pure heart connecting with God. It's about uh, spending time with Him. Man, this rain is pouring. Oh my goodness. Uh, but here, let me let me break this down to you really quick. So Jesus said this: When you're going to pray, uh, this is how you should pray. He said, "Our Father in heaven, hallowed be Your name." Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we also forgive, uh, have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Let's just break down uh, those few phrases really quick. He says, when you pray, pray our Father who art in heaven. Now, what does that mean? Like, you don't have to necessarily say those words. Uh, but I think it shows us that we should, number one, connect with God relationally. Connect with God relationally. Notice he says you're addressing God, you're approaching God as your father. You're his son. You're his daughter. And I think that sometimes that may be hard for us because we had a bad experience, maybe with our earthly father. But you just need to know that you have a good, good father that loves you, that wants to bless your life, that cares about every detail of your life. And so you approach heaven that way. You approach God in prayer, connecting relationally with him. God loves uh, for us to call him father. Uh, so establish your intimate relationship with him and thank him for the relationship that you have with him. Don't just call him God. Don't just call him, you know, these other spiritual names you may think of, or maybe you've heard someone else say, you may need to start adding this practice in your prayer time to, to saying, father, I love you, father, father, I come to you right now. Thank you that I can approach you as your son. Now, with boldness, because you care about me. You love me. You're not a bad father. You're a good father. You see what I'm saying? Uh, number two, he says, Hollywood be your name. Well, he's talking about revering and worshiping uh, your name, God. And so I think at this point, what Jesus is teaching us is that uh, we're to worship uh, the different names of God. You know, God is not just referred to as God or Lord uh, or Jesus, but it's he's referred to uh, with different names you'll see, especially in the Old Testament, like Jehovah Jireh which means our provider. You know, there's Jehovah Nisi and Jehovah Rafi. There's all these different names. But let me just break down those names without without giving you the, the Hebrew and all that stuff. Let me just break them down to you. These are the names that God's referred to. Righteousness, which means he makes me clean. So when you worship his name, you can say, God, I thank you that you are righteous and you make me clean. You cleanse me from all of my sins, all the things in my life that are wrong. 
He's our sanctifier. One of his names means that. He's our sanctifier. This means that he set you apart for, for him, first and foremost, and then for ministry, for service. He's your healer, uh, the Bible says. That's one of his names. He's healer, which means he heals all of your sicknesses. So you can worship him for that and just say, Jesus, I thank you that you heal my body. Thank you that part of your name means that you're my healer. You're personally my healer. Another one is banner of victory is one of his names. Uh, that means that he defeats our enemy. Really, it means he's already defeated our enemy. We have victory, and we can thank him for the victory we have in him. Another one of his names means shepherd, uh, which the Bible refers to us as his sheep. Uh, and here's what, what when you re read through Scripture, the shepherd speaks uh, to his sheep and leads his sheep and feeds his sheep and protects his sheep. And so you could just, you could worship God and say, God, I thank you that you're my shepherd. And like Psalm 23, you lead me and you guide me and you prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. Uh, provider is another one of his names. He supplies all of my needs. So the second one is you worship his name. Uh, here's the third one. Uh, it says, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Here's what that is. Pray God's agenda first. So you may have an agenda, like a, a list of prayer needs, but first pray God's agenda. Agenda. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Um, God, it's your agenda. What is your what is God's agenda? That's the question we ask. I think the first one is this is man, he's he's passionate about reaching lost people. People that are that are not uh, that are not in relationship with him. And so we pray for the lost. Uh, another one is uh, we pray for people that are in authority. That may be people in spiritual authority. That may be p your boss uh, that's in a place of authority. It may be people in government. Uh, maybe maybe mayors. It could be governors. It could be presidents. It, we pray for people that are in authority. Uh, and then another one is uh, is is w with praying his agenda is this is he's building his church. That is what God is doing. He is building his church and preparing his bride. So we pray for the church and pray. I, I love it if you guys pray for Jennifer and I. I mean, we we covet your prayers. Pray for your pastors. Pray for your church. Pray for our dream team. Um, here's another one uh, right here. The uh, fourth part of the scripture says, give us this day our daily bread. Now, here's where I, I think we should go with that is it's about provision. Depend on him for everything. Depend on him for everything. So you're praying about uh, about the provision of God and you're telling that, God, I trust you to provide all of my needs. God, I'm going to do my part. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to be a good steward of the resources you've given me. But God, ultimately, I rely on you. I trust in you. I depend on you. And, and in this moment, you ask God for the things that you may need. You may need an increase in, in, in your finances. You may need uh, some creative wisdom on how to deal with debt. It's in that moment where you depend on him for everything. Number five, um, the prayer Jesus says uh, in the prayers, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Uh, I think this is the part where we get our heart right with God and with people. So he says, forgive me my sins as I forgive those that have sinned against me. So it's it's those things that we have sinned against God. This is a good place to review your life. Are there things that you've done or you said or you, you've thought about or things that you need to confess before God right now? Sin, current sin in your life. And you ask God for forgiveness. And then the second thing is you ask God, God, is there someone in my life that I'm holding a grudge against that's in debt to me, essentially, that I'm holding a grudge against, I'm offended at? And you pray for them. Pray a prayer of blessing over them. Um, and and I think this is a spot where we really, we not only pray for them in that moment, but God may speak to you and say, I need you to, I want you to go and reconcile with this individual. So be open to that. Uh, just two more for you really quick. Now, number six, he says, uh, and do not lead us into temptation, 
but deliver us from the evil one. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. I think this is where we, number six, engage in spiritual warfare. Engage in spiritual warfare. Now that sounds pretty uh, antiquated, old school, churchy, right? But it just means this is where you, you kind of go in and you understand that you are in a battle and the enemy hates your life. He hates your family. He hates your soul. He, he does not want what's best for you. And so this is the point where you really dig in and you pray and you stand your ground against the enemy. I, I mean, in those moments, that's where I pray and I say, devil, you're not going to have control of my marriage. You're not going to destroy my, my family. You're not going to destroy my life. And that's where I'll even quote scriptures. God, I thank you that the weapons of my warfare are not carnal. They're not of this world, but they're mighty and they're powerful for pulling down every stronghold. And so right now I pull down every stronghold, every attack of the enemy. Right now I come against it in Jesus' name. Like I'll go in praying right there. And uh, it's, it's war. Like I declare war on the devil. And I'm like, you have no place in my life. You have no place in our church. You have no place in my marriage, no place in my family. And this is the place where you go Ephesians chapter 6. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers and against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. What is that saying? That you and I, we're not, we're not fighting and wrestling against people. We're fighting against spiritual things. And there's been times, you know it, you feel that. You feel a spiritual, you feel something you don't know how to explain it. It's just like everything's coming against me. What's well, in those moments that we do this six part? We 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 begin to engage in spiritual warfare and we pray. And then finally, he says, "For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever." I think this last part, number seven, is we express our faith in God's ability and power. It says, "For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever." This is when, man, I just I just start saying, God, I thank you that you are powerful. God, I thank you that you can do miracles. God, I thank you because you've done it before. You'll do it again. God, you'll get all the glory. You'll get all the honor. God, I thank you that you have control over this situation. God, I thank you that nothing is, is too hard for you. God, I thank you that you can heal, that you can deliver, that you can set free, that you can restore. God, you can help me with my finances. God, you can bring healing to my body. And because of it, because you have the power and the ability to do it, I put my faith and my trust in you. And I thank you that you're hearing, from my, hearing my prayers and you're turning them into praise. That's why I Man, I really begin to just, I, I, I kind of cap off that prayer, declaring the power of God, the ability of God, and I give him the glory and the honor for it. So that's those seven things uh, that I want to encourage you with. Hopefully that helps some of you. It got me fired up even here in my car. I'm like preaching to myself. I'm ready to pray. And uh, so anyway, let me pray over you guys and just pray a prayer blessing over you. Lord, we come to you right now. We thank you for this time, this 21 days that we're seeking you with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. I pray that you would bless every person that's, uh, that's, that's taking this journey with us, that you would bless every area of their life. I thank you that no weapon formed against them will prosper. God, I thank you that you're surrounding them right now. You're blessing them right now. God, you're speaking to them in this season. God, any person that's been in the desert and have been under attack by the enemy or they feel like they're getting pressed by every angle, I just pray for uh, a breakthrough in their life. I pray for you to spiritually to cover them, to guard them, to protect them. And that, God, this season truly would be a breakthrough season for them. God, teach us how to pray. Teach us how to seek you with all of our heart, God. And we thank you that, God, when we seek you, we find you. And we honor you today. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, guys, love you so much. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you back on the podcast soon. If not, we'll see you this weekend, Sunday, at church. Doors open at 10. Service starts at 1030. We'll see you there. Thanks for listening. Join us each week here on the podcast or live in San Francisco. Keep up with life at Sozo by following at Sozo Church SF on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Have a great day.